Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And I have sworn off fish bones and mushrooms forever. <laughs> have you, Have you, Kim? I mean, that wasn't the advice that Baba gave me. I just I mean, took you, his advice do of you eat more even, sugar. Do, do you even want a religion, Kim? <laughs> do you even want pretty, one? God. Pretty sure Johan had one prior to this whole debacle. I what? don't know. And, and, you know, as someone that is very grounded, <clears throat> I am struggling with your lack of faith with my fishbone and mushroom. You know, <laughs> we we have heard many times that Ifa is a legitimate spiritual tradition and I respect that. And it's just so great seeing Danielle watch a man over Zoom <laughs> throw a necklace on the ground mm -hmm. and then berate Johan for not completely converting and abandoning his faith in Jesus <laughs> after he was told you got to stop eating mushrooms and you have a crown on your head. Congratulations. He basically said, watch out for your throat. And I was like, that's extremely vague. And are you sure that advice is not meant for Danielle? Cause she's the one that's got a baby <laughs> arm down her throat half the week. You know, I mean, that's what I'd be worried about. Maybe it's Danielle, the better watch your throat. So how dare you not <laughs> adopt Aoife as your sole spiritual tradition after that Zoom call that lasted 35 <laughs> seconds? How dare you? How like what did she expect? Is she trying to convert him? Like he clearly uh, has very deep rooted religious beliefs. Like he's an evangelical Christian. Like we he's not yeah. just going to change that overnight. <laughs> It is just beyond I Danielle. Ah. It was a great first scene though, I have to say. I laughed so hard. And do they have mailboxes in Dominican? <laughs> do they even have mail? Oh is this wow. Is this a is this a real society or is it just <laughs> the beach and you know hanging out? What like what I never do you have to return your license plate? That was strange. It depends. I, I don't. I, Kyle's Carfax. I was yeah, surprised to yeah. learn. I was surprised to learn that here, your license plate follows the person and not the car, which I feel mm -hmm. like makes more sense. So if you sell your car. Maybe she had you to change your plates. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. Anyway, boring subject. I, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Nicole and, and Mahmoud, I thought this was a fascinating episode for them. Uh, it's really sad that Debbie and Osama were missing. I'm dying to see the poetry reading next week. But Ahmed, or is it Ahmed or Ahmed, the brother? I think Ahmed. Ahmed, like, he confirms what we have speculated about for the entire <laughs> season, which is. Ahmed is awesome. Mahmoud just sucks. And <laughs> he's you know, terrible. He grew up in a barn, apparently, and has never seen a woman until Nicole <laughs> is essentially no what his own women. Yeah. What his own brother is saying is that he is a dummy, dumb, dumb, dumb idiot person 
who it's fucking hysterical the way that he dresses him down right in front of Nicole. It's great. And the way that Mahmood reacts because he's just like giggling and like you could tell he's the little brother and he acts kind of like so childish too um, when he gets kind of slapped in the back of the head by Ahmed. Uh, I just loved I, I loved watching that interaction. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying, oh, Nicole should have learned something about Egyptian culture. And like, I agree. But if we if we all like I mean, the. I feel like the consensus among people that know stuff about Egypt has been that Mahmoud is more conservative than an average Egyptian. And therefore, like, even if she had learned stuff about Egyptian society, like I Googled stuff about Egypt and it said that burkinis were banned in many um, in many pools and that. And so, like, how is she to know? You know, I, I just I don't I don't really agree that what she could read online is her reality. You know, it's kind of like showing up in the States to your Amish fiance and being like, well, didn't you Google American society? Like, why am I? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I like that analogy The the overwhelming consensus among people from the, the Muslim world also is that, He's just a shitty fucking example of yeah. a Muslim man in general. He doesn't treat his wife with respect. He doesn't teach her anything about the religion. He's short-tempered. He's he wants to force his beliefs on other people. And he just uh he's a man-child that doesn't even fulfill his spiritual duties as as a Muslim head of household. So while he he thinks of himself as this arch conservative, rigid person. He's not even doing the things that are actually important to mm -hmm. spiritual followers of Islam. And so everyone that I've talked to about this guy hates his guts. <laughs> <laughs> That's not to say that Nicole isn't also a dumb, dumb. We sure. fully accept that she is also quite dumb to have returned, but <laughs> It's just, it is quite shocking. Um, I mean, she really, she, yeah. I mean, honestly, the, you know, the, the blow up last week was a little confusing because of the way it was shot and edited. But the, if you're still confused, I think this episode clears it up a little bit. It really was just a, a pressure cooker that mm -hmm. it, it was just a straw. It sounds like it was a straw that broke the camel's back and he just said something shitty you and petty looked and, at her the wrong way yeah <laughs> and childish i mean remember when she asked if she needed to wear something under the the bikini the burkini and then he just randomly just got all shitty it was probably something like that and she yeah and she was just fucking done and honestly like can you really blame her if look she's dumb to get in that situation but once you're there I don't think she's done anything like really crazy in Egypt yet. I don't think There's, she's done really anything wrong. Yeah. Other than going there. <laughs> other than just like not knowing things. But I mean, the praying thing is something you could have absolutely looked into. Like she could have read some stuff about Islam, like how to, you know, do prayer and stuff. But anyway, that the Jen storyline is, is getting a little bit interesting to me. I, I've realized that Jen is really uncomfortable in front of the camera. 
I think. Like it always it always feels a little bit fakey with her and I don't think she's like faking it. It seems like she's just uncomfortable. And I think it's because her storyline was so inconsistently filmed that she didn't you know when when you're like on camera every day, reality stars always say you forget the cameras are there. Like it's just because you get so used to seeing them after a couple of days. But I feel like Jen is filmed so intermittently that she never got to that level of comfort. It's a, f- a four-month gap without filming. Yeah. Literally, f- first of all, what that says is that literally nothing happens in Oklahoma. <laughs> and two, yeah. that on a normal routine day-to-day basis, their relationship is fairly strong, it seems like. I think if so, he, too. If he wasn't talking to her or he was ghosting her or their communication was bad, we would have had kind of like a an intermission quick scene with her venting about how he never is on Zoom anymore or something, you know? Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Kyle, do you want to start with your your favorites? I feel like we talked to a lot about them in the intro. You want to start with uh, Mahmoud and My Nicole? Best fr- oh, uh, sure. Okay. Let's start there. We'll come back to Danielle, your fave. I thought it was funny that she told him to fuck off, screams at him, pushes him, like assaults him in the middle of the street, and then she's upset that he didn't come back to get her. <laughs> I know. She's like, well, I thought, I can't believe he just left uh, me here in a strange country. I'm I like, told you him to literally told him off. to leave me alone. Don't touch I, me. I attacked him and told him to fuck off and <laughs> never see me again. And he didn't come back. Now he abandoned me and I'm alone and scared in a weird country and I don't even speak the language. I don't think he cares about me. <laughs> like, I, it's so I also crazy. don't think I, he does. It's crazy. I never considered this as a possibility going to Egypt with a stranger. Weird. Oh, man. I mean, she's in like a fancy hotel. I'm pretty sure she's going to be fine. She's fine. But uh, yeah, Mahmoud's brother, I think, is the MVP of the episode. Although, you know, cosmically, should you really be trying to encourage these two to make it work? I don't know. But I appreciated him like telling Mahmoud he's a fucking moron a lot. That's my main question is that he tells him not to fight anymore. And, you know, this I'm like, but this is not this is not going to resolve. Like, I don't understand how they're going to resolve this fight. And so I agree with you. I think we're going to see the same fight two or three more times. But I I thought it was I thought this was really interesting to watch Ahmed come in 
sit down with Nicole, say, I'm here for you, not Mahmoud. He's an idiot. You're my sister. I want to help you fix this. And he, he should, like, be a crisis counselor. This guy. Seriously. Is he a first responder? <laughs> He's really taking the role of, like, father in this case, right? Because Mahmoud's yeah. father is, we don't even know where he is. I mean, they divorced when he was very young, and we don't know anything about his father. But I feel like, yeah, that's what Ahmed's doing here. And he says so many mean things about Mahmoud. He says, mind is small. Mind is small. Word's not good. <laughs> He's an idiot. He has, a, he has a small mind. And then when he gets them back together, he's like, can you fucking treat your wife like a family member and come over here and say hi to your wife, you stupid guy? He's so mad. <laughs> he's like, he's like and, and negotiating Mah- I mean, Mah- peace. <laughs> I know. Mahmoud totally just lies and said that he never threatened divorce. Fuck off. And to, um, to, yeah, I was going to say, said, to be said, fair, if I leave, if no, he said, if I leave in this Uber, we're divorced. He did. He said it very clearly. Roll the tape. Yes. It was hard, too, because Nicole has the opportunity to explain to Ahmed what Mahmoud is doing. And she she does such a poor. She's like, well, he he's picking at me, and, he, he's, and he's picking at me. It's like he doesn't know what, what is, that means. What yeah, I don't right, know what, what that means. Picking? Is he? Does that mean like scratching zits off of you? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it reminds me of like when you watch monkeys at the zoo, like picking the fleas out of each other. Like that's what I imagine. That's and I disgusting. Just wanted, thinking about that, sorry. but <laughs> Mahmoud just like picking fleas out of Nicole. <laughs> but she could have said, you know, he he. Get, I ask about the rules, and then he won't clarify, and he gets angry, and he threatened to divorce me, and then he left me here. Like I can articulate it better than she did in that moment. She was sitting there for hours, and she she couldn't even articulate why she was angry. She's not the best with words either. That's um, true. Words and I hard. also think. I think that she was maybe a little bit shocked about how supportive that he was being. And if you're Nicole, it's probably hard to trust his family because she's not used to people being on her side with, yeah. with she feels totally alone in this country. And he's saying, and Ahmed's saying all these great sounding things, but are you going to like stab me in the back? Like my fucking husband keeps doing, um, but man, this this is when Ahmed leaves after he brings them back together. I feel like this is the this is the real conclusion to this story. Uh, yes, I like, agree. Nicole's like, I need freedom, and they agree to right. take her to the airport. <laughs> like, what are we like? I, I wrote down quote. What are we even doing then? Let me get my stuff and go back to the country that I actually want to live in. Mahmoud, neither of us are changing. This doesn't work. It's time to go home. Okay, Mm -hmm. getting my stuff, and then we're going to go to the airport. Done. Like, they both agree that they are dug in, and they're never going to change. So what is the fucking point? I don't know. I Maybe Ahmed, from his point of view, he's like, she's come back like four times. This is, I can't, like, deal with this. So they either have to make it work. They have to try to make it work because maybe he sees that she's just never going to stop leaving and coming back. 
And, and look, I mean, I'm sure there's a religious com- and a faith component mm-hmm. to this about divorce and also their father divorced mom. And I'm sure that that was traumatic, yeah. both sure. financial, both financially and socially. Thank God there's mm-hmm. no kids involved here, but he probably just sees divorce as a non-option unless there's physical abuse, you know, which I, which I'm pretty sure is, is, is kosher, uh, in, in Islam. So he's just like, like, and also look, I mean, from his perspective, what is this day three? He probably feels <laughs> yeah, like day like, four. Yeah. Like he probably feels like Mahmoud. This is a repeating pattern of him being a wishy-washy, like wimp that just gives up. He, he probably gives up on everything, anything that's hard his entire life. And that's what his brother's seeing, and it pisses yeah. him off. Yeah. I I I see why his brother's wife is happy. He's like at home, like Islamic wife or Islamic woman is the queen at home. Um, you should treat her well. Remember, Nicole is a guest in our country. She's a guest in Egypt, you stupid guy. Like he just yeah, he really it seems like he had to work a lot at his marriage, too. And I want to know way more about Ahmed. Like he said that they lived in China with his wife's family for four years. What were they what was he doing in China? Like, what does this guy do? I, I assume that he met her while he was working in. Yeah, but like, what's, I don't know. again, like, what's he doing over there? Yeah, I don't know. Um, he's he's really I'm, I'm curious. When they when they agree that they're just gonna get divorced, he's he's like really sick of both of their shit at this point, and he calls them both children. Yeah, yeah, you're two stupid little kids, which is which is fair. But I don't. (laughs) But you know where I disagree, and and look, I mean, again, I think from his perspective, it's day three. What the fuck are you guys doing? But I feel like anyone watching this show sees the writing on the wall and why does why does delaying they've delayed and del- every single time they get in a fight the solution is well we'll talk about it later it doesn't work i know my last note is saying i'm sorry fixes nothing we can't just forget this fight like what and ahmed this is the one thing i i didn't agree with him he says once you calm down you can talk about this and I'm looking at Nicole and Mahmoud and like that specific moment, they were both pretty calm. They, they were pretty screaming. Calm. And yeah. they, they were, I, th- I thought they were actually using logic for once. The, yeah. The, they both said to each other, we're not changing. And therefore, logically, there's no hope. So let's just cut the, it's like fucking Zach and Irina and love is blind. Look, <laughs> the, the, we we can clearly see this isn't going anywhere. Let's end it. Okay. See you later. Have a nice life. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing really more to discuss, but I don't know. We've, we've seen couples like this make it to the end. Uh, you want to talk uh, Gabe and Isabel? This is a big, big episode for them. I, I mean, at this point with these big lead ups, on this show i mean they they almost never explode into horrible drama so i'm Unless not it's really Jenny sh- and submit that's right <laughs> right and that of course that happens off screen basically it there's only drama on the show when you have oldies that are might as well <laughs> that might as well be a hundred you know 
Yeah. So her dad, I think, is definitely shocked. But for someone that clearly doesn't, I don't know, subscribe to the same kind of thinking about LGBTQ people that that you and I do, I I appreciated his reaction as someone that like I I liked that he seemed more curious about it. For he he obviously wasn't ups, he wasn't like upset. It just you could see the gears turning and I just don't think this is something he's really encountered in his life and so he has questions which is uh, way yeah. better which is like he he's ignorant and doesn't lash out about it. He wants to learn. He wants to grow. And we really could use a little bit more of Isabel's dad in in our country right now when it comes to trans issues. I I think I texted you as I was watching this and I was like, I'm like on the verge of tears. I thought this was such a beautiful scene. The mom immediately. So Gabe tells them that he's trans and, you know, dad, he has questions. He wants to know the whole story, all the details, which I think is a very good sign. And the mom is almost immediately on board. She says it's what's inside that counts. She seems very open-minded. And I know Isabel is mainly concerned about her dad, but, you know, he just, he said he he wants it to become clearer. He wants to understand it better. And it won't change his feelings towards Gabe, which is like, what better outcome could we hope for at this juncture? I mean, Gabe thought he was going to reject him outright. And you could tell how much he respects Isabel, too. Yeah. Because one of the first things that he asks is, well, how did you react when you learned? Yes. And Isabel really says, well, and she says, well, you know, I accepted him and it's fine. And so, you know, he says, with time, I'll understand it and it won't change our friendship and how I feel. And in the, the maybe the most important thing he says, which is so important, is that he tells Gabe, you didn't choose to feel the way you do. And. I think it's really interesting. It's something that we don't hear from religious folks here enough, which is to say, he said, God made you the way you are. So, okay. And and I guess you can take that one of two ways. If you're, Mm. if you're, if you have hate in your heart, you're going to say, God made you the way that he intended by making you a, a woman, so what you're you're going against God, or it seems like what Isabel's dad is saying is, you know, God made you the way you are, and you you feel the way you feel because of God, and you chose to be your authentic self, and that's great, good. It doesn't yeah, seem that I, fucking complicated to me, uh, and I just really appreciated that he thinks he thought about it that way. I mean, he finishes with, like, my house is open to you and only God can judge, which is something that, yeah, people sometimes often forget, that's, but, uh Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit sinister. <laughs> yeah, it can be. But in this in this specific case, I think it was meant, it was well-meaning. Well, you're going to a like fiery lake of hellfire for all of eternity <laughs> when you die, but you're welcome in my house. Yeah. 
Uh, but it sounds like I'm hoping that they really do look into it better. I mean, like you said, they're in a small town in Colombia. I don't know what the trans movement is like in Colombia right now. I mean, obviously, it's a topic of discussion in the States. Um, but this may have been something that he hasn't heard a lot about, has never encountered before, and therefore just doesn't know a lot about. And so I'm hoping that, you know, they they learn more about it. I, the one thing that did concern me is that when Isabel goes to her mom the next day, they, her parents were gung-ho about, you know, asking Gabe about his intentions, kind of sounding like they're drilling him on when are you going to marry Isabel? And now when Isabel's like, well, we wanted to get married soon, mom's like, okay, well, like, let's give it, let's take a beat. Let's pump you know? the brakes. Yeah. Is that, Yeah, I wonder if that's because she wants to learn more about this whole thing as well before she gives some kind of blessing which it looks like in the in the next time on gabe just straight up asked for right away yeah. um but yeah or or look it's it's gonna it's hard it's impossible to know now if she would have said the same thing the day before right yes i know it is hard when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to talk about Jen next? <laughs> sure. What do you think about Jen's friends? <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I fucking can't stand them. They're so irritating. And I just look, I mean, does anyone, I mean, look, we're not, we're not like gung ho Jen and Rishi best, best couple forever. You know, never gonna get divorced or something. That's not it. It's just that I just I still okay. Let's talk about the the picture because that's the big thing here. What okay. are your thoughts? The big picture. I think that Rishi flirts a lot online. I think he gets bored. I think he does flirt with women. I think it's definitely possible he's made out with women in the two years he didn't see Jen. Um. I think I think he's a big, big flirt. And I don't think that he sees anything wrong with sending out modeling pics because I think he thrives on the attention. But I do think he really loves Jen. I just think he's... I don't know. I think he doesn't think it's that big of a deal. What do you think? I, I agree with you pretty much 100%. The the only thing I would add is that that picture, it's not like a selfie in the bathroom that he took for her. You know, that picture he sent to a million people. It's a professional photo. Like her right. friends are trying to make it sound like he's like almost showing his cock. Like, come on. Right. It's a it's a professional modeling photo. That photo is on his fucking social media. Anyone can go see it. It's it's not like he's going to get banned from Instagram from posting that. That that is his 
like cover shot probably yeah. it, it reminds me of it reminds me of Shreyas from Love Without Borders dad having the picture of Shreyas <laughs> yeah. that looks basically the same and his dad is going around showing people this picture that it's literally the same picture um, yeah so it's it like just, maybe 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 Rishi's mom sent it out to all his Instagram DMs trying to get him a wife <laughs> right now now if 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 he's like take a look at this chest don't you want to suck on my fucking pecs you american <laughs> whore like if that's the conversation then okay we got something here guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's like send me a pick and like what pick are you gonna send he has that as his fucking own iphone background probably because <laughs> yeah. he's a little bit he's a little bit full of himself you know and if you look like that, fine. So I just look, is it concerning that he's talking to a bunch of random women online? I think that's a conversation that you can have for sure. And I agree with you that he probably just flirts with anything that walks. That's what his friend seems to think. His friend even implies that the entire town talks about how he just goes home with chicks from bars all the time. I don't yeah, know if she. I she doesn't like outright say it, but she kind of implies that Rishi is just a little bit scandalous around the neighborhood for, for getting wasted at bars while he's supposed to be engaged, which that's, that's way more concerning to me than this fake, dumb, like catfishing thing. Again, not catfishing, but we've already discussed that ad nauseum. Fair. Yes. Thank you. I'm like <laughs> using their language from these idiots. <laughs> Using your own Instagram actual profile to talk to a man online is not catfishing. <laughs> but um, and, and yeah, it just, I agree. Like, they keep saying he was hitting on me. Well, like, is that he picture was not alone? hitting on you? Right. Like, unless they can they consider sending that picture alone, hitting on someone, which I mean. I kind of get that, but is that what they're claiming or is there, are there words that he's saying and also like getting together to meet with someone that you're talking to online, that could definitely be a boundary that Jen can establish, but it doesn't, I don't know, like it doesn't mean he's going to bang them. But then again, the friend thinks that he's going to bang whoever. So maybe he is a complete scumbag. I just don't buy this fake catfishing thing from her friends that seem really, really, really intent on making sure Jen doesn't um, marry this person that they have. They just don't know anything about. I think that. I I think that Randy, the friend of Jen was hitting on Rishi, not the other way around. Yes. Right. And he she was, was just responding. Right. She's I'm the not one saying that's what like, he did yeah. is cool, but. Remember when she's just like, I'm a hot woman and he's talking to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Randy. Is it is it Darcy and Stacy's annoying friend in Connecticut also named Randy? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, we'll have to look it up. The wine like the wino? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I can't her remember. Name was Randy. We haven't seen her all season, so it's hard to remember her name, but I think that for me, the way I agree with you and that the way more concerning thing is this dancing scene, which, by the way, the whole like, 
I, I just was not super impressed with these dance moves. Um, I mean, no shade. They're work, I mean, they're I guess working kind, on it. They're working on the choreography. Shade. You know. I was like, this looks pretty simple. I don't know. I mean, I guess for a dance class, like you just can't make it yeah. too complicated. This isn't a performance. She's teaching people like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. I've never seen you dance, Kim. So <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for that. So uh, yeah, you're correct in your assessment. But you know, the the one thing that she said that really, really stuck with me was he disappears at bars. So she right. said they go, they'd all go to bars together and then he would just disappear. And I'm like, that could mean that he went home and just like, you know, snapped and did the Irish goodbye. Or it could mean that he left with, like if he's leaving with a girl, where are they going to bang? Do they have like yeah. love hotels in India? I don't know. There's some countries where they have like love hotels, you know, you rent them by the hour, you can go bang, whatever. But like, I don't know if that's a thing in India. We've certainly never heard about it on this show. And if assuming these are Indian women, they probably live with their families. So where is there to really go? And unless these are foreign women, in which case that could be a problem. We we definitely have pay by the hour motels here, Kim. <laughs> I know, but it's not. Um, and I'm not trying to compare these countries, but in Japan, it's like a thing. Like you go, you meet somebody out, and you would go to a love hotel, uh-huh. and then it, it's they call them love hotels. So, like, I don't know if that's a phenomenon in other places too. Is is everything just made out of aluminum, and there's just a a fire hose in the corner <laughs> and a drain have, in the middle? Yeah, dude, they have themes. Some of them are so cheesy. Like, if you want to have fun for, you know, 10 minutes on the internet, just, like, Google, like, crazy Japanese love hotels. Like, some of them are just really hilarious. I don't but, know if I want those ads um, coming up in my feed. <laughs> I already have burkini ads popping up in my feed constantly now. So, thanks for that 90 day. Yeah. <laughs> some of them look comfortable. I'm not going to lie. Um. So I, what did you think about like this trip to the airport? Well, my first thought is that her brother should never take that cowboy hat off. <laughs> he looks good in a cowboy hat. I thought it, it looked, it looked correct. You know, <laughs> um, well, sis, I thought at first I thought it was funny that her sister really, really wanted to see that picture. Yes, she, <laughs> she did. Was, uh, let me see. Oh my god! But then she pretends to be mad about it. <laughs> but it I seems mean, like she's very happy to have seen that. <laughs> it's the most exciting thing that's happened in totally. Oklahoma all year. Like, of course, she wants to see the picture. It's fucking hilarious. So let's talk about boring Chris and Jamie. Day nine, time to get married. Yeah. So boring. Weddings are so boring. There's two people there. This is a this is a non I mean, all this episode does is set up how frustrating it's gonna be to see Chris ghost Jamie after this. Exactly. Because she says her vows. Yeah, this looks like a cute little ceremony she's wearing chris is wearing mom's dress i think they both look really good jamie is beautiful she looks amazing 
She Mom does. and kids are on Zoom. It's all cute. There's words. Everyone's happy. <laughs> it, words. It, like it looks real and genuine, which mm-hmm. I guess you have to have this to set up how big a idiot Chris is going to be later. But I don't know. Yeah, I I like the friend. I mean, the friends are there. These are like really good friends. The fact that they're doing their makeup, their hair and makeup for free, like for their wedding, I just thought was really nice. And I don't know. It, they seem like cool guys. They met. It seems like they met. Um, they met Chris like the night before, I think. And it right. went well. We didn't get to see that, but they have faith in her, which is unfortunate. And they <laughs> <laughs> have a bad just character. Yeah, not good. And yeah, I I just it, they're going to be really pissed when she leaves, and they're going to have to be the ones to pick up the pieces with Jamie. So it's really unfortunate to see them like doing her makeup and her hair for this wedding. Yeah. I will say they're very good at their job because these two looked great. Jamie looked incredible. Chris looked like the best version of herself that she could be. <laughs> um, and that's kind of, uh, that's kind of it. I mean, I was kind of surprised about the dress choice from Chris, but then she explained, you know, have a, I mean, her mom's not dead. Um, so I don't know it, it. She looked good in it. It was just so. It just, just seems so Wait, far. What do you, oh, you mean because she was wearing her mom's dress? I was so yeah. confused. I was like, "What do you mean, her mom's like?" Yeah, it's just she, it was. It just seemed like so conservative for her. But yeah. I guess if you fit into your mom's dress, that that's cute. So I don't know. I don't know anything about wedding dresses. I should stop talking. I now. thought it looked frumpy, but that's just me. Didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, what I, the wedding was nice. I mean, they clearly spent some money on it, but it was so you know a small wedding. I thought it was really strange that the whole thing was in Spanish, even though Chris couldn't understand anything. I I'm hoping that they translated the vowels back and forth, but we didn't see that. You would think at a certain point maybe she would want to read them, but yeah, her she's <laughs> like you know I don't. It's in Spanish and. I don't need to, you know, I, I feel the emotion and like, okay, that's yeah. sweet. Of, that's sweet <laughs> of you to say, okay, but literally your entire family is on zoom and they probably can't feel the emotion and they have no <laughs> idea what the fuck's going on. And they're bored out of their goddamn minds. Yeah, that was weird. That was really weird. So, uh, hmm. I don't think I think that maybe you do need to know the words maybe, too. Maybe yeah, I think you do. <laughs> Choices. <laughs> this is a long scene and I have nothing else to say about it. No, that's it. All right. Let's talk our, about your faves. <laughs> our best friends, our best friends. Um Yeah, I uh man, so it it's it's hilarious to me that you you asked the I didn't catch this. I don't know if I if it just went in one ear and out the other, but last week you were like, does she even drive? Or does she even <laughs> how can she even own a car in New York? And then someone was like, Of course she fucking drives. How else did she get eighty thousand dollars in tolls? 
<laughs> I know. I felt so dumb. Somebody was like, uh, I think she had like 30,000 in Easy Pass or however many thousand. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. So Duh. thank you for reminding me. She definitely drives. Also, like the bankruptcy statement states that she owed a lot of money on rent on an apartment in Yonkers. So I know that they were showing, it seemed like Manhattan or something. No, she's never like, lived well, no, in Manhattan. She's no. never lived there. Yeah. People were no. saying, well, no wonder her rent is so expensive. It's like, no, she wants people to think that's where she lived, but she didn't live there. No. <clears throat> Do they have mailboxes here? Like if I'm in Lenin? Oh, I, the mailbox comment was so infuriating. Like why? Seriously? Although, remember that one dude, like, in Jamaica, Ari's... Sherlon, yeah. Sherlon, who couldn't find a mailbox to mail back the the papers for the birth certificate. I mean, that, that, guy, I, that guy, I could honestly believe, has never uh, utilized postal services in his life, so... <laughs> he sucks yeah. so bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, tangent. So, yeah, she doesn't know how to get back her license plates, which whatever. And uh, she's in their new apartment. We don't get we don't get a tour. We don't get any specifics except for the beds are too big for the room. Kyle, the beds are too big for the room. We don't get a thank you to Johan. We just kind of hear her say, you know, it's fine. Bed's too big. Yeah. Your fucking husband is seven feet tall. The beds are going to be big. Yeah, it's like she forgot about that piece. Well, she's like 4'11", so she doesn't understand the struggle, Kim. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Do your feet hang off of your bed? Not anymore, because I bought a goddamn king bed, like the yeah. king I am. I came out with the crown. I came out with the <laughs> crown on my head, you know? Did you notice how satisfied Johan looks when they talk about the crown that he like he like came out of the womb with a crown on his head and he just yeah. like has this super satisfied smile on his face? Ah, finally, someone says something <laughs> nice about me. <laughs> it's like finally they know. God. Yes. Of course, yeah, I, I knew I was a king. God damn it. Then watch out for the throat and he's like I'm going to need clarification about this one. Maybe he's those, uh, yeah he's eating he's eating too much pussy. <laughs> I doubt that. I was just yeah i I was thinking is he foraging for mushrooms and maybe he doesn't know how to do that very well. I don't know. The throat it seems precarious. Maybe it's because Danielle tries to strangle him sometimes. Not sure. Um, the advice was just it was weird. Oh, he needed <laughs> this guy. Tells him he needs to eat more sugar. Usually my doctor tells me that when I go in for like my annual exam. Eat more sugar. Good for your health. <laughs> yeah. Eat honey. Be careful with your throat. Don't eat fish bones, which I don't know how often people set out to eat fish bones, but um, <laughs> point taken. That's fine. And yeah. mushrooms. Uh, man, this is just like if, if you're Danielle... Is this a genuine attempt to just help Johan with his life and give him advice? Or is she really, really trying to like convert him to 
I don't know if like is she is is Ifa even a what we would think of as a religion, or is it more of a, a collection of spiritual practices in a way to like like live your lifestyle? I don't know. I don't but know. It does seem like she's trying to literally convert him to at least believing this. And I don't know how effective that is when you're over Zoom and a guy throws some stuff and says, don't eat mushrooms. Thanks for your time. Give me my $300 now. Yeah, I accept Venmo. <laughs> like, like I just don't see how this works if you're Danielle. It's so stupid. Yeah. It, the fact that she had an additional person on the call, Jessica, as like her spiritual advisor or something like that. I'm like, how many people does she have on the payroll? Like, how is she paying these people? I I don't know. The other girl, I think, just wanted to be on TV. She provided nothing, obviously. Or maybe I she mean, just she translated. does. Maybe she does Baba's bookkeeping. I don't know. <laughs> I respect Baba. For whatever he's doing, because I hope he charges Danielle double. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Right. Well, they were two people on the call. I got to charge double. That's how this works. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it just cracked me up that they have this call. This is his first kind of interaction with Danielle's religion or spiritual practice. He tells, he, he gets told, be careful your throat, which could be interpreted a million different ways. Eat some honey or some sweet things. And you were born with a crown on your head. You gonna convert? <laughs> right. Do you even want a religion? God. He has a fucking religion. Do, do you think Danielle has tried to learn anything about his religion? No, no, no. I mean, look, Danielle's one of these people that, like, her adopting Ifa. I believe is nothing more than a kind of look at me, how interesting I am. I'm going to do anything besides Christianity because that's, that's boring and that's mainstream. And, and that's, you know, I need to be different. That's it. Mm -hmm. And so she just, I just, yeah, I, I think that, uh, she just doesn't respect it because she doesn't respect Johan and she wants to yeah. be in charge of literally everything in his life. He's even like, I I pray all the time. Do you not see this? <laughs> right. That's what I mean. He even they talked about this with the butcher shop and that he couldn't put the picture of the saint in right. there. And now we understand because he's evangelical. He's not Catholic. And this is something that he lives by every day and has mentioned to, you know, on camera many times to the point where. We, the viewer, understand very well he is not converting to Aoife. He thinks it's witchcraft and Satanism. He, I'm he surprised he even agreed to join this call. He's, uh, look, I mean, the guy humors Danielle maybe more than she he, he should. I, I think this is just him not wanting to fight and going along with it. Uh, I, think, I mean, he seemed to find it amusing. And he said, like, uh, oh, Baba, you know, he's, he seems nice. I did. I did, too. Um, you know, he, this guy's been raised, he's been raised with Jesus. Jesus is Johan's co-pilot and it's been that way his entire, his entire ass life. Yeah. And it, it, then the lights turn off. Well, it must've been <laughs> this, God. This is okay. the best part. That, that there's so many things that are stupid about that because first of all, Johan believes in God. 
So like yeah. him not adopting Efa and the lights go out means God, like what the fuck are you talking about? And he's yeah. just like, well, welcome to DR. This shit happens. I don't understand where the leap came from. The power went out in DR, which happens all the time. And you must not have paid the electric bill. Now I believe he didn't pay the electric bill, but <laughs> like, where where did that leap come from? And she just instantly gets pissed off at him and starts screaming about her life in Dominican. I know. The lights, I laughed so hard when the electricity went out and Johan was like, yeah, I forgot to tell you, never paid the electric bill. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I have to breathe. Why didn't you pay it? It's Danielle. We have discussed this many times. Johan makes $120 a month and he spends that on the meat for the butcher shop that's losing money. Like, if you haven't figured out the finances yet, I don't know how to help you. He's probably spending more on this apartment than the last three places he's lived combined. I loved his response was just like, you have to pay it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because that's literally true. Also, Johan's been living with his family for so long. Has the dude ever even had to pay a power bill before? Oh, good question. No, probably not. Probably not. This is not how I wanted my life in DR to begin. (laughs) Well, you know, there's an easy solution. Go to the beach. Like you say you wanted to. Why are you hanging out in this apartment all day? Yeah. That's air conditioning. I need air conditioning. I need it. All I right, time to, to go. Apart- oh, go, let's go ahead. I was just going to say, I want to see the apartment more. And I want to know why Danielle is not impressed with it. Because she seems the like it's like horrible. Too too I guess <laughs> by the beach. Shut up. I know. Has air conditioning, clearly. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about Taylin. Who's my t- friend? Taylin? Taylin is her ex, the basketball player. Of course, player. Danielle is the type of person who's friends with her exes. Taylin. <laughs> yeah, of course she is. What's, you know, I'm an American. All Americans are hanging out with their exes all the time, and everyone thinks it's totally normal, and everyone thinks that there's no problem with it, and this is universally accepted in America, and nobody has ever had a discussion about it before. Kyle, it's perfectly acceptable to go on your anniversary dinner date and bring up your ex who you want to hang out with like later that day maybe even my ex Taylin (laughs) god you hate that guy uh no I just just think it's a dumb name um so (laughs) (laughs) does anyone on the entire fucking planet believe that Danielle would be so super cool with him going out with four hot chicks that he used to put his baby arm in. No, Danielle, he says, he calls her out. He's like, you hate it when I have female friends. And she's yeah. like, no, I just hate it no. when you, you tell me you don't, but then you actually do have them. I'm like, I don't believe that for a second. If Johan wanted to go out 
with one of those girls you used to bang, there is no way you are okay with that. No way. Now, Johan does strike me as one of these guys that is like, I lied to you because I didn't want to fight. You know, kind of like yeah, submit I, submit and Rishi style. I, I totally believe that he would just not tell her or lie about it. But it, But I also don't believe that if he was honest, it would make anything better. And that's why a lot of these guys, I'm not, I'm not excusing it, but you can kind of see why he would want to keep things from Danielle because anytime anything that's not my perfect life in DR, she screams at him and berates him and can't have a rational conversation. Yeah. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on long walks in your neighborhood or cooking or cleaning the house? Are you watching Love is Blind, Darcy and Stacy, Brother Husbands, and other trash TV that you want covered on this podcast? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's five bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast every week, about one and a half or two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and other 90-day shows that are currently airing, right now Darcy and Stacy, and other reality TV. Like this week, we're covering Love is Blind Season 4. We're so pumped. And the long-awaited Brother Husbands. Gonna be a shit show. You'll also get full access to our complete archive of podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. It's five bucks a month. It's like cheaper than a Starbucks. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Kyle, do you have any last words? I'm... Like you said, I'm still enjoying the season. I'm intrigued by most of the storylines. I kind of I want to see, now that we see that Chris and Jamie seem to be really like solid right now, I am curious how the fuck all this happens um, and why she just bones out. It's, it's really confusing. Overall, pretty solid season. I give it, a, I give it a, like a seven or an eight, you know? Um, yeah, excited to keep watching. Uh, your your thoughts i think that chris and jamie only seem solid because they've really only had four days to spend together <laughs> that's true nine days yeah. <laughs> she was sick now it's day nine right right that's <laughs> um, fair i i'm i give the season a nine i'm just loving pretty much even hating danielle has been fun um it's it's great i'm excited for love in paradise as well I'm excited for UK to come out again this summer, which is a rumor at the moment. I think all the good content is just hitting and it's great. If you want more content from us, you can go to realitycraycray.com. Sign up in a couple seconds. It's five bucks. We're covering Love is Blind season four and Seeking Brother Husband, as well as wrapping up Darson Stace season four wedding episode coming up. I think tonight. Uh it yes, looks I think so. real dumb, but it's super fun to talk about. Oh, it's a great, it's a great dumb show. I, I love it. Thanks for listening. This has been fun. Be back next week with episode 10. If you can believe it, this is like, I swear the fastest moving season I've ever experienced. <laughs> Thanks guys. Talk next week. <laughs>